0: We all know that an end is an inevitable, whether it be in our life or in the world, and nobody is spared. but is there something we can look forward to after death? You're listening to the podcast version of God's Message magazine, and today's topic is A Joyful The thriller film series, Final Destination, terrified characters ran and hid from the unseen villain attacking them in various ways. Plane crash, house fire, car mishap, and drowning. In the end, the villain prevailed. The protagonists perished. This also happens in real life. And we are all involved in it. In our own life's drama. We are the heroes, but whoever or whatever we consider our anti-heroes, we all have a common antagonist. Death, the antithesis of life, the final destination, or is it? Just as the real characters run or fight for their lives, so do real people. We do all we can to preserve our life individually, or collectively. Now, more than ever, society is being flooded with all forms of knowledge and how to avoid disasters and diseases. The underlying goal is to avoid death. Yet, what this vast human know-how claimed to have achieved only is to prolong for but a few years the lifespan of humans. Despite all the research and studies experts have done, the means to prevent physical death has not been found. We ourselves alone, we cannot defeat death. The Book of Truth, the Bible, attests to this, I quote, No one can keep himself from dying or put off the day of his death. That is a battle we cannot escape. We cannot cheat our way out, unquote, that's Ecclesiastes. Chapter 8, verse 8, T E V. Death is the most grievous problem all people face. In fact, we cannot solve it without help. We need someone to save us. Quote, O oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Unquote, Romans 7:24. But there is something we can and must do for us to be spared. As a preliminary step in solving any problem, let's first know the reason why there is death. The Holy Scriptures teaches both the root cause of and the solution to this problem. To die, sinners are considered spiritually dead, again I quote, in the past you were spiritually dead because of your disobedience and sins, Unquote. that's Ephesians 2.1. In such condition, any form of service one would render to God is unacceptable to him because, quote, He is the God of the living, not of the dead, unquote, Matthew 22, 32. Hence, sinners do not have the right to worship God. Isaiah 59, 2 states, quote, But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear, In fact, sinners are separated from God and are counted as his enemies, destined to destruction by fire. That's recorded in Colossians one twenty-one, as well as Hebrews 10.27. Physical death, then, is not the ultimate end for sinners. Eternal punishment in the lake of fire is... That's in Revelation 21.8. Thus, one needs to be freed from being spiritually dead. One can be freed from being spiritually dead only through union with Christ. Quote, But God's mercy is so abundant and his love for us is so great that while we were spiritually dead in our disobedience, he brought us to life with Christ. It is by God's grace that you have been saved. In our union with Christ Jesus He raised us up with Him, to rule with Him in the heavenly world. That's Ephesians two verses four through six T E V. We all need Jesus Christ, the Savior, in whom we have great hope for life, for Quote, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Unquote. Ephesians 1.7 If our sins would be forgiven, then we would no longer be punished. Indeed, how gracious and great God is. For he gave his son who gave his life that we may live can avail himself of this grace of forgiveness only by having union with the Lord Jesus quote it is by God's grace that you have been saved in our union with Christ Jesus he raised us up with him to rule with him in the heavenly world unquote Ephesians 2 verses 5 and 6 TEV. So, having union with Christ means belonging to the one new man that is made up of Christ as the head and the church as the body. Quote, So as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace. Unquote. That's Ephesians 2.15. Quote again, He is the head of his body, the church. Unquote. That's Colossians 1.18. So, The ones who have relationship with Christ are the members of the church headed by him. Apostle Paul attests to this. Quote, this is a great mystery. I'm talking about Christ's relationship to the church. That's Ephesians 5.32, God's word. This is the reason the Lord Jesus Christ established his church. So that man may not be overcome by death. Quote, and so I tell you. Peter, you are a rock, and on this rock foundation I will build my church, and not even death will ever be able to overcome it, unquote. Matthew 16, verse 18, T.E.V. The church that is the body of Christ and for which he gave his life is the church of Christ. Again, I quote, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave his life for it. Unquote. That's Ephesians 5.25. The church of Christ which he has purchased with his blood according to Acts 20.28. 20, the members of the church of Christ are no longer spiritually dead. They have been redeemed and forgiven of their sins. Should a Church of Christ member die? He'll be among those to be resurrected first when Christ returns, while members who are alive will never taste death. I quote once more, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Unquote. That's First Thessalonians 4, 16, 17. Blessed and holy is he who has pardoned the first resurrection. Over such the second death has no power. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. That's Revelation 20, verse 6, as well as 14. In the Church of Christ, we can escape not only the death that is the cessation of breath, but more importantly, the second death, the eternal punishment. That's the son of promise given by the Church's founder, our Lord Jesus Christ. I quote him. And so I tell you, Peter, you are a rock. And on this rock foundation I will build my church, and not even death will ever be able to overcome it. Unquote. That's Matthew 16, 18, TEV. Join the church of Christ now, so that your life on earth will have a joyful end. Indeed, even in this life there is happiness and peace of mind, born out of the living hope, That there is a far happier sequel, a blissful, everlasting life in the Holy City. Revelation 21, 1 through 4. To find more articles like these, get your copy of God's Message magazine from a member of the Church of Christ. You can also find the podcast version on incmedia.org slash podcasts or on iTunes or Google Play under INC Podcasts. Thank you for listening. I'm Brother Bob Pauline. God bless.